When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the Hammer and Rails podcast. We are back with you after traveling for the holidays. With you, as always, I'm your host, Andrew Ledman. Pew, pew, pew. And I'm a rolling <laughs> fireware, Casey Bartley. Oh, man. All right. So we're ready to go, as you can tell. So uh, before we started, we mentioned, uh, you know, we usually do a question at the top, just something a little more lighthearted. Casey said he had one for me this week, so I will turn the mic over to him and we will see where this goes. Well, this is for future episodes. I was doing some research on um, football recruits. You do research for this? Um, Like the four minutes I wait for you to sign on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just long enough to Google like one thing. <laughs> that just I, makes sense. I'm curious. How many out of the top 20 recruits all time at Purdue do you think you can name? Football recruits? Football recruits. And it, it doesn't have to be somebody who, like, stayed their entire time? Nope. This is literally just the 20 highest landed recruits. Oh, my God. Maybe yeah, it's like not easy. Maybe, like, seven. Okay, let's try. Because this only goes back to when the, like, what year does it go back to? Can I'll, you at least tell me that? Because it's only you know when the, the ratings began. The one here is 2001. Okay. Yeah, I can probably get it. Maybe more than seven, then. So, okay. All right. So it doesn't have to be in any order. So Correct. I will go uh, Selwyn Lyman. 
Correct. He is number one overall. I, yeah, I, I don't know who that is. He was a wide receiver, uh, highly touted, had a fantastic game against Notre Dame. I believe uh, caught for over uh, 200 yards. Uh, later on, uh, got like shot in the eye with an airsoft gun. Oh, no. Like screwing around. Um, and he really only had that one big game. And then that was kind of it for him uh, as far as with Purdue. Damn. So just uh, and he he transferred somewhere else. I don't know where he ended up. Okay, so after Lyman, I'm gonna go Kyle Williams. Kyle Williams. I am checking the list. I have to scroll over. This is this is not the greatest, but I you know didn't yeah. have time to write everything down. No, that's all right. No, really. Okay, you're gonna we're gonna go by the three X rule, right? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. So, so three one miss, out. one hit. Man. Uh. I'm, now I'm questioning seven. Now I'm questioning if I can even get seven. Um, I'll go um, Rondale Moore. Uh, he is on there. He is number fourteen. A okay. four star, point nine one two three rating. I forgot to give that for number one Selwyn Lyman, who was a point nine seven eight seven. That seems high. Yeah, that's and what was he a four star or a five star? He was a four star. That see that seems crazy that you can be like a ninety seven basically and only be a four star. I don't know enough about rankings of like yeah that. I don't know if you're a five star compared to everyone that year or if it's a score. I thought it was a score. Maybe it's point nine eight. I mean, I I don't know, but it it just seems like yeah. <laughs> if you're at a ninety seven percent, it should be like yeah you're you're the a five star player, but I guess not. Um okay. Uh, is uh is Van Dyke on there? Van Dyke is number two. Yeah. Doug Van Dyke. Yeah. Defensive lineman, six four two seventy. Point nine seven four one rating four star. Hold on, tell me, me about Google. Doug Van Dyke. What do you let know about Google. Doug Van Dyke? If he's the guy I'm thinking of, he is a guy who uh, committed to Purdue, but also wanted to play football, and then wound up. Uh, well, he is a football player, or I'm sorry, baseball. Um, and then he ended up uh, going to play baseball instead of playing football. But apparently Tiller was like a real jerk about letting him out of his letter of intent. Uh, I think it's got to be the same guy. I, I can't find anything specifically on him, but I think that's him. Um, we so, yeah. all believe you. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure my brother, of all people, will will uh, send me a message and say I'm wrong. But um, karaoke. <laughs> what about um, – I'm trying to think now. Now I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me. Um, I feel like there's a couple obvious ones that you should definitely get. You got three right, one wrong right now. Yeah. Two wrongs left. Well, that's good. Um, let's see, do, are we, does this count transfers? This is just recruits. We have landed. So I'm wondering, so it's everyone. I mean, see, cause I'm thinking Robert Marv would be on there, but I don't oh, know. Oh no, no, no. Initial recruits. Okay. So transfers it's got, in. No transfers. Okay. Okay. Um, is Karloftis on there? George Karloftis is number three. Okay. Point nine seven zero five four star and a first round draft pick to your Kansas city Chiefs. Uh, what about David Bell? David Bell is number five. Okay. 0.9495 four star. Great wide receiver. Went to Cleveland. Our two NFL players right now from the last draft. And uh, who knows who will be his quarterback at this point. Just traded Baker Mayfield. Got Deshaun Watson. Don't know what's going on there. So uh, he's probably looking around going, I don't even, who, I don't even know who the backup is. In- nope. Oh, <laughs> it's um, Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. I do believe. Oh, wow. Good, good for him. He keeps getting paid, I guess. Um, let's see. Is Al Tariq McBurse on there? That's a good question. Dun, 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 dun. 
Wrong. Second oh, one. Man. So you got okay. five right and two wrong. No more X's left on the board. Uh, Next one and you're out. What about Ray Edwards? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. And this game is over. You win no, no money. Man. You go backwards. So you nailed, right. you nailed four out of the top five. Lyman, Dyke, Karloftis, and David Bell. The number four, uh, I'll give you a little hint. Great bowler. That has, nope, that gives me nothing. Neckbeard. Kyle Orton? Kyle Orton, number four, point nine six oh, eight one. Oh, 2001. I, 2001. I guess he would have been 2001. I was thinking he was the year before, but mm. yeah. Mm. Yes, huh. sir. And then a guy, number six, J.B. Paxson? Oh, Paxson was the baseball player. Paxson okay. was the baseball player. <laughs> Um, exciting news, uh, four-star quarterback coming in this year, Brady Allen, number seven. Okay. Uh, transfer wide receiver to the Michigan state Spartans. Malik Carr was number uh, Malik eight. Malik Carr. Yeah. I almost said him, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Ryan Watson was number nine and Brian Ellis marks out the top 10. I don't think I know who Brian Ellis is. Ryan 2007. I don't even Oh know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He barely played and then he transferred, I believe. A little bit of sad sauce. Milton Wright was number 13th best. Oh, yeah. Um, he is now also gone. Um, Alamo is Alamo still around? He leave? We forget I about don't. him? Yeah, I think we just forgot about him. Forgot. I think he might still be there. It's, it's <laughs> tough to say. And Marvin Grant was number 19, and he's gone. Yeah. But we have three of the top 20 on the team right now, at least. Yanni Karloftis as well, number 17. Oh, yeah. wow. Yanni is Yanni. one of them, too. Okay. Yanni, four-star. Karloftis' name? Carries a big way. Oh, and Joe Strickland, defense alignment. So four. Okay. Four of the best 20 recruits of all time on the same roster. Not bad. So wait, are you telling me Kyle Williams wasn't on this list? Kyle Williams. Did you guess Kyle Williams? Didn't I say Kyle Williams? I don't think you said Kyle Williams. Also not on the list. He was a five. He was a five star recruit. Not according to 247 Sports. Oh, maybe it was. Hold on. Because he was a guy who like it was huge, huge news that Purdue uh, got him, and then he had like. Was this before 2001? Uh, this tells me it's two. He it was 2005. Uh, switched from Purdue from Iowa to Purdue. Uh, played in a handful of games in 2005. Uh, he then, however, was arrested for uh, assault, uh, attacking a woman behind a sorority, and was n- basically never seen again. Okay. Well, glad uh, we went there. Glad yeah. you asked. Uh, he he later served 37 years, has been sentenced to 37 years in prison. God forbid we get through one of these without something tragic, so thank you. But I, I'm saying, I thought... There was he, no reason to bring him up. None. Well, whatever. I thought I said Kyle was, but even if I did, apparently he's not, not on there. Not on the list. So wait, who... Did you read all the names? Um, I left off... Let's see. I didn't say Ricky Collins. Don't Nick, know who that is. Nick Carraway. I recognize the name, but... Um, Tyreek Murphy, running back. Okay, yeah. Uh, Marvin Grant, and then Ken Plue. Ken Plue, of course, yeah. Six foot eight, three hundred forty pound off. He was a giant of a man. Uh, Yeah, giant of a man. Okay, I'm. I I finally found something on Doug Van Dyke. Uh, He failed to qualify academically, uh, so he never even played. See, big time rate, big time recruits. Way they don't overrated. work at Purdue generally. Way overrated. <laughs> we, we don't do well with them. We don't need them. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work out for them or us. No, no. Uh, so, I mean, 
if if you get a chance, you really should look up Selwyn Lyman against Notre Dame because, it, I mean, it was really, truly one of the best games a Purdue wide receiver has ever had. And then just a confluence of events just led him to be uh, injured, made some mistakes in his life, and then he was he was just off the team. I don't even know where he ended up. I don't know uh, what happened to him afterwards, but it was back in – it was in 2008. It was a loss for Purdue, 35-21. Uh, but he had eight catches for 238 yards and two touchdowns. That's a good day. Yeah, I mean, it, and he just looked great. That's a good day. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know, I don't know what where he ended be, up. Never but, was. Yeah, it, we have a lot of those um, in Purdue's history. You know, guys that show flashes of brilliance and then, uh, for whatever reason, just just don't put it back together. Uh, so let's see. Selwyn Lyman uh, played at Purdue, signed by the Miami Dolphins as an undrafted free agent in 2008. However, it does not appear that he ever played uh, in the NFL. I'm noticing a trend. Yeah, so it's uh, that's tough, tough. He's apparently also the cousin of Bernard Pollard. So there's a what little tidbit. Bernardi? Yeah, so there we go. Um, well, that was fun. Maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do this with basketball in a, in a future podcast. But I would, pr- I would probably have to ask you that because um, I bet I want to see how many of those you get. Right. It's no fun looking like the dumb one. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You get uh, one, I get one. And, yeah, we gotta go, we've got to be <laughs> equitable here. So there we go. Uh, so those are the top Purdue football recruits of all time. We're going to take a break, come back. We're going to talk about Big Ten expansion, baby. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we are back. So uh, we were off last week. Casey and I both traveled for the 4th of July holiday. And uh, 
some news broke while we were while we were traveling. Little news. Um, little news. Little news. So, so the the morning of uh, Thursday, there was kind of rumblings. There was a a random guy on Twitter who I'd never heard of, a sports reporter, basically said he'd heard that USC and UCLA would be joining the Big Ten as soon as 2024. An announcement would be coming, and everyone's like, this seems outrageous. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, but then, sure enough, you see somebody like uh, Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic and every other uh, sports writer who you know and trust to, to go and investigate these things is like, yeah, I, I that's what I'm hearing too. And Casey, what was your first thought when you heard these two names possibly come into the Big Ten? I thought about UCLA coming to Mackey Arena every two years. Oh, yeah? That's really cool. Yeah. Um, there is, if you want to be this person, a demise of college sports that seems pretty on the horizon, and that is a concern. But for the for the right now moment, and just trying to wrap my head around it, it's pretty much just like uh, adding two really good non conference games every year. And anytime you can add, I mean, those are two schools, uh, USC to football. What ucla is to basketball yeah yeah i mean it's kind of a home run yeah if, if yeah. you had a handful of schools not and you weren't worried about geography at all which appears to be where we're <laughs> right. at no apparently no one is um it's pretty cool and i think i think the travel of it is a little uh little overblown okay well, well we'll get into that in a second so like i said news broke early thursday that this might be happening and then I don't know if if this was always planned to be released on Thursday, um, but or maybe it was Friday, whatever day it was. I think it was Thursday. And um, it was a day. Yeah. And then suddenly that evening, um, I was actually uh, using time to go on a stop with my son because you know you're riding across half the country with a two year old. You got to make some stops. So we're at a playground running around, uh, and I check my phone. And sure enough, official tweets from USC and UCLA that they will be joining the Big Ten. And, I mean, it is just outrageous. It, like, this is not something I would have ever thought was going to happen. Even when per, we, when the Big Ten was adding, you know, Nebraska and Maryland and Rutgers, you never thought, oh, they'll add USC and UCLA, two of the biggest name programs in the entire country. Uh, because even though... You know, Rutgers and Nebraska are kind of were, I guess, the bookends of the conference. They were still close enough, you know, near other schools that you could justify it. Um, but now we're jumping from Nebraska all the way to California, and you see the map of Big Ten schools, and it just looks kind of silly right now. Yeah, um, but it looked kind of silly once you had Rutgers and Nebraska. <laughs> So you might as well, if you're going to be willing to add those teams, you might as well add good schools. Good schools are cool. <laughs> and it's fun to go out to California, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rose Bowl's cool. Coliseum's right. cool. Very cool. Um, I like cool things. Yeah, maybe, I, I, you know, Purdue and UCLA have a history, of course, with uh, John Wooden mm -hmm. and with UCLA being the team that uh, played the first game in Mackey Arena. Um, so there's always they, history there. Do they play for the John Wooden statue now? I, hmm? it's possible. Hmm? It would well, make sense well, to me. John Wooden trophy. I mean, you don't hear a lot about uh, trophies in basketball. basketball. That's more of a football but thing. But why not? Why not? You know, what's stopping us? Nothing at all. Exactly. Also, USC is going to come to Ross Aid. That's that cool. would be wild. Yeah. Why would that yeah. have ever happened before? No, it, now it does. 
Yeah. It's a win. It's it's a win for Purdue. It's a win oh, absolutely. for. I, absolutely. Like I saw a lot of people on Twitter and you mentioned it uh, in your initial reaction saying, you know, this is the death of college sports, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? This is how sports work. Things are moving around constantly. Um, everyone has called for or predicted the demise of X sport anytime they change anything. Um, you know, the American League in baseball added the DH, and they're like, this is the worst thing to ever happen to sports. Well, now both leagues have it. Uh, the first round of conference realignment in college sports, and people are like, oh, no one's ever going to care anymore. They're getting rid of all these traditional rivalries. Well, guess what? The sports are just as popular as they were before these realignments. And you and I are not going to stop watching because Purdue will play Iowa less and will play USC more. I mean, how would that change my opinion of what I'm watching? Uh, less wins? Well, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, no, I mean, it's there's no this is the way it is. Exactly. Um, there's exactly. going to be two conferences. Be count count ourselves very lucky that we happen to be in one of the conferences. Oh, you're damn right. Cuz we there's a world where we're in the Pac-12 of the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. And... There 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 is definitely a world where Purdue is one of the teams sitting looking around going Oh shit! They just took Ohio mm-hmm. State and Michigan from our conference. Now what are we gonna do? And you know we're looking at like the Mountain West trying to get an invite mm-hmm. over there or something. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's it's all gravy over here. Um, like we said, the broader college sports question is hmm. everyone's gonna blame the NIL stuff. Is not that no. And this is directly lining up with a whole bunch of TV money about to come. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think, the interesting part, um, because not only are USC and UCLA going to be a part of the next TV contract, which is currently being um, negotiated right now uh, with ESPN, Fox, uh, maybe even uh, other other networks we've heard, maybe even some streaming services at this point. But if you can add two additional marquee names to your roster um, before that contract is signed, you're just going to get more and more money. And ultimately, whether we like it or not, and whether the traditionalists and purists like it or not, college sports is run by money. Um, They need money to survive. They need money to keep the programs running. They now need money um, for the stipend that they have to give all the athletes, and they got to pay for these scholarships. So the more money each school can get, the better it's going to be for them. And as you said, college is moving toward you know gigantic super conferences. The Big Ten will now have 16 teams as of 2024, with a rumored offer still out to Notre Dame. They're going to come, right? I think they have to. ACC is not going to be big enough, right? It, no, it's not going to be three a, conferences. No, I, I don't think so either. Like once it once all is said and done, I don't see how Notre Dame won't choose. Uh, to come to the Big Ten. Now, when that happens, I don't know. I don't think these things happen slowly. Yeah, that's it, true. It it's, seems it's like a lot an of It's a lot of moving. And if anything, it's Notre Dame, so maybe they're waiting a little bit to get a little limelight at a different time of year, maybe in like a month. But I I can't imagine. I mean, they're out there alone. In if If college football becomes two conferences and everything else is just left there, what, Big Ten's going to aim for what? Two or three schools in the playoffs? I mean, that's SEC, the hope, yeah. three or four? Yeah. And then it's... Mm, mm, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's so strange because with, with now moving to 16 teams and you see movement in the Pac-12, 
Um, apparently Oregon and Washington really want to join the Big Ten. Uh, I don't know if they leaked that information of like, hey, we're interested. And I then the really Big want Ten, Oregon. Uh, I do too. I want Nike uh, but money. The, the Big Ten is like, uh, we are no longer interested in adding any teams right now. <laughs> so like, that is a, weird. I, that's a good smack in the face to those guys. I would take both of those teams over Nebraska, and I would take Notre Dame over. Are we allowed to kick people out? Because that, that no, I don't think we are at this point. I guess I guess Nebraska stays. So uh, I I read a bunch of articles uh, about these moves and about what could happen with the remaining like big name teams. And of course, Notre Dame is mentioned heavily in these uh, arguments. Uh, and there was a piece on the Athletic talking about the money involved in these changes. And $12. they yes, it's twelve dollars, and it's it should be pretty exciting for all those schools. Uh, they get one dollar for every sport. <laughs> Um, and you mean this writer, let me, I want to credit them properly. Uh, it's, uh, Matt Fortuna who wrote this back, uh, um, on the seventh. Is that his name or his slogan? That's his that what name. he stands for. That's yes. I think it's, Matt, Fortuna. it's F-O-R-T-U-N-A. So <laughs> although he may in fact be Fortuna, we will see. Um, I mean, he suggests in his article that given the fact that these contract negotiations for the new deal, uh, for the television rights are being negotiated right now. He believes it is highly possible that once, you know, once these contracts are signed, that each Big Ten school will get a hundred million dollars per year out of this TV contract. That's ooh, that's game wrecker money. Yeah, that's a hundred million dollars. And that's going to be with the conference only, right? Yeah, that's going to mean. Yeah, it's going to be the Big Ten and SEC. And then other schools are going to have to choose. It's probably going to be. A lot of schools cutting a lot of sports, I would imagine, yeah. and trying to be competitive in like one or two money sports. If so, so here's here's where the Big Ten is now. For those that don't know, kind of the economics of it, um, Maryland uh, and Rutgers are still not these are, and this is as of 2020. So are they not fully um, vested. Yeah, basically they're not fully vested. They're still okay. um, getting not a full share in 2020. The is payout Nebraska. For, uh, I believe Nebraska is. <sighs> Um, so in 2020, each of the 12 longest standing members, this is according to USA Today, received $54.3 million. Maryland eh, received 27.6 and Rutgers received 11.4. I'm not sure why Maryland and Rutgers received different amounts, but that is what they say. So if you take those numbers at face value and assume that the information is correct, um, this piece from The Athletic is arguing that that money could double with the next uh, television contract. And that is just an astounding amount of money for all these schools to work with. And especially for a school like Purdue, who, you know, we're not Notre Dame, we're not Ohio State, we're not Michigan, um, but we're also not Northwestern. You know, we're we're a middling kind of funded program in the conference. Uh, to suddenly get an extra 40 to $50 million per year dumped on our lap is absolutely astounding. I like it. How yeah, do I, I mean, get I, some? Yeah, I, I just, I, it's, it, it's crazy to me what they could do with that additional money. I mean, we're gonna have to do something so we can't pay players. Gotta spend <laughs> right, it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you gotta continue to be a gotta non-profit. Gotta keep using so. it elsewhere. Um, and further on, um, Sports Illustrated says that the SEC payout in 2020 was 45 million a school. Uh, Big 12 was anywhere from 37 to 40, and the Pac-12 was approximately 33, with the ACC being anywhere from 30.9 to 37 million dollars per school. So Big 10 leads the pack there, and then it could double. So it, 
I mean, with with Notre Dame currently being affiliated uh, with the ACC, assuming the high end of that range is correct, and they're getting $37 million right now to the Big Ten's 54.3, they're already missing out on $17 million a year. So if that goes to $54 million a year, because of, or $57 million a year because of pride and not wanting to join the Big Ten or not wanting to officially join a conference. Bye. Yeah, you're, you got to check your pride at that point. Yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, they, they were honest about it, and the reason Texas looked into being independent, because for that small little window, it was financially and uh, football playoff-wise better to be an independent. That's not going to be true anymore. No. Because um, I wouldn't be surprise i mean i don't know how much you can control this but if they get in negotiations and they're trying to get notre dame and notre dame doesn't come to the big 10 what's the chances you think big 10 teams are going to still book them i i think it's still probably pretty good yeah yeah i, I mean usc is in the big 10 now that's another natural rival for notre yep. dame yeah well and that's I, I i think that is an argument for notre dame joining the big 10 Correct. because so many of their rivalries are now in the conference, you know, whether they like to admit it or not, we have the, you know, we've, I believe, played them the most times of any opponent. Um, and then they've, you know, got a rivalry with Michigan, a little bit of one with Michigan State, and then they've got USC. Uh, so that right there is four games against, you know, rivals uh, that they could then just put in their conference schedule and allow them to do whatever the hell they want with their non-conference schedule. Yeah. Um, I, it's, I mean... We're talking about how geographics don't matter, but that's always made sense for Notre Dame. Yeah. All the rivalries. I mean, it's a home run for both because they're guaranteeing like six rivalry games a year. And pretty much every team in our conference is adding a huge rivalry like Notre Dame, Purdue and Mackey. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be good. Ooh, I just do it. Come on, Notre Dame. We've we've all watched your dumb NBC game for this long. There's no way they're paying that much. They have Drew Brees buyout to, to pay. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, do we think this is ultimately going to end up like the NFL where it's going to be Big Ten and SEC as like the AFC, NFC with one being on Fox and one being on, uh, I don't know, ABC or or ESPN or CBS, some other network? Do what now? So you know how the NFC and the AFC, Mm -hmm. the NFC games are on Fox, AFC games are on CBS. Do we think ultimately when all this realignment is done – there are going to be basically, as you said, two big, gigantic mega conferences, mm-hmm. the Big Ten and most likely the SEC. Do we think it's going to be, since Fox already owns part of the Big Ten network, is it going to be, hey, Big Ten games are going to be on Fox networks and SEC games are going to be on ESPN networks? I don't know if it's going to break down that clean. Um, I wonder with like Apple and Amazon wanting to get so much into sports, is it going to be less full rights? And is it going to be more, are they going to pay four games? specifically and they'll be on okay. different, different networks and you know one game almost like pay-per-view football matches at this point uh but at the same time controlling a whole thing is big so i could definitely see it where i i would imagine they go with someone maybe they go with one streaming and one cable i i, I there's so much money and it's changing so yeah. quickly i don't yeah. know how anyone has a full grasp of what's happening. no i don't i don't either and, and companies like Apple, who are trying to allegedly get both DirecTV, uh, the uh, Sunday night – or Sunday night, the um, uh, Sunday ticket. Monday morning matinee. Yes, the Monday morning matinee package. They're trying to get NFL Sunday ticket allegedly, um, and they're also – they've now started airing baseball games on Apple TV this year. 
which Casey, I, I had to say that because mm. I know you didn't know. Uh, baseball hater over there. I can't believe I missed all that <laughs> fun. Um, so, I mean, you know, Apple is a trillion dollar company. Apple has money to just throw around. Teams. Yeah, they they have money to throw around. Same thing with Amazon. You know, they have bottomless pockets. And if they truly want to get into sports and they want to get something that people are going to watch and pay for their services, whether that be Apple TV Plus or Amazon Prime, getting the Big Ten rights or the rights to, you know, SEC football would be a huge thing for them. And they would be willing to overpay for that. So that yep. would mean yet more money for schools like Purdue. Yeah, and you got, I mean, avenues towards, you know, Big, Big Ten Network does this already where they do little, you know, special episodes and podcasts or whatever. But the more this goes around into new networks and everything, the chances for documentaries, um, player podcasts, they're now allowed to do things like full-time access. We'll probably, I mean, I'd be shocked if not in 10 years they're starting to get, you know, Hard knocks for college football. That's stuff you know, like I was that. just thinking like, that same thing. I, I I can't imagine we're not going to I mean, these players are smarter about it. They're going to want to because they're gonna know that's where money is. So I would be shocked if this isn't just the dawn of a very uh very big spotlight on college sports and the people and just the personalities in it going forward, and they're gonna be better at uh not being exploited, but almost exploiting themselves and learning how to use that image now that they can get paid. Like this isn't going to be just one thing. It's going to be 10 to 15 to 20 and whatever conference. I think part of the reason why being in one big giant conference with that much money is going to be an advantage is because you can kind of get away from the NCAA a little bit, who is yeah as far back in the times as you can possibly get and start, you know, looking ahead and like breaking ground on some of this stuff. And it's going to be a two-person race between SEC and Big Ten because whatever conference does that better, the players are going to go to. Mm-hmm. And in theory, whoever yeah. the players go to, the schools make more money. Yeah. And we all know college sports, all about the players. Yes. Yeah. That's what that's <laughs> what everyone says. Uh, I mean, you make a good point that this is all cyclical and kind of related to the future. I mean, if these teams that are in the Big Ten start doing well, make more money – the schools invest more money, become you know the places where players want to go. Then ultimately, it makes those the destination schools better players. More money comes in, more money comes in, more player. You know, it's just it's a it's a self perpetuating cycle. Uh, once that money keeps flowing in, and it just seems like you know I know a lot of people have been been shitting on uh, Kevin Warren as the Big Ten commissioner because you know Delaney Peter. was Delaney was such a powerhouse in college sports that anybody who followed him up was going to have problems just perception wise. Um, but he pulled this off with not nary a leak uh, in the entire process. No one had any idea this was going on until, until yeah, <laughs> no one had any idea until the day of, and then this comes out and we're talking about schools making upwards of $40 million more, maybe $50 million more per year. Once this new deal is signed and there were articles uh, a few months back about, you know, why the Big Ten hasn't signed their new TV deal yet, blah, blah, blah. Well, now that this comes out, I mean, it all makes sense. Kevin Warren knew something was going to happen. He knew he was close to making this deal. So why would he make a deal with a TV network or a streaming service yeah. oh, without oh, by the fully way, information you, available? You know how I said I wanted $1.5 billion before now? Right. I have USC and UCLA now. Yeah, the price just doubled. <laughs> the price has gone up. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be able to just go in there like 
like a mafia. Say it, enforcer. big dick swinging. Come on. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna go there, but uh, I mean, it's he he has so much leverage in these TV uh, negotiations because it, studies have shown time and time again that. <laughs> You know, seven out of eight dentists agree. Exactly. Uh, and that eight, eighth dentist, no one knows what's up with him. Trojans uh, are good for your conference. <laughs> not touching it. That um, the the biggest thing that people still watch are live events, whether that be sports, whether that be those weird, you know, live musicals that they've been doing. Uh, 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 sports, live musicals, award shows. Those are the things that draw huge audiences. Contest. Hot dogs eating contests. Um, you know, if it's a live event, those are the things that people tune into, which means you can charge higher ad rates, which means the network is making more money. So really, the more of those that you have, the better your network can do financially. And Kevin Warren can lay that all on the table and say, you're going to do great if you have our, our, our games on. So, you know, let's just swallow our pride. It's a lot of money, and I know that, but it's going to be worth it in the end. So let's just write a check. Yeet! I, it's crazy. I mean, I, I never, I, <laughs> I do too. I think like a, a lot of people on the message boards and on Twitter are like, this is destroying college sports. And well, I guess I'm, I'm never going to watch. Shut up. Yeah. Oh man, you got nothing left to do. Exactly. You, you are going to watch these games. You're going to be just as excited as I am. The first time you see USC play a football game at Ross aid, or when you see UCLA come into Mackey, uh, I mean, it's going to be really cool. Uh, it's something I'm really looking forward to. Is it the traditional Big Ten? Absolutely not. You know, there are now 16 teams in the Big Ten as of 2024, but... That's six it, you, more than 10! That is. That is good math. That checks out. But, I mean, like you said, sports were going this way, and you either adapt to it or you die. Dark. Well, uh, you know, look look what's going to happen to the Pac-12. We don't we don't know if the Pac-12 Pac is going to be here in quack, five years. Quack. Exactly. exactly. I hope we get Oregon. It would be good. I don't know why we wouldn't go after Oregon. I don't know. I don't know about their ac- Washington. Well, I don't know much about their academics, so maybe maybe that's an issue. Um, because even though um, I think it was, I think it's Nebraska is no longer an AAU school. Um, every school that has joined the Big Ten, I believe, has been AAU at one point or another. Um, so that does matter. Uh, but I don't. I don't have a list of the AAU schools uh, in front of me, so I don't know if Oregon yeah, or Nebraska Washington are on that. Take anyone. Yeah, I mean, we already reached to the bottom of the barrel. Let's see mm-hmm. what's in the next one. So, um, I, I think it would be remiss if we didn't mention one more thing about this, and you touched on it briefly. Uh, I do wonder how this is going to affect uh, affect the non revenue sports um, traveling out to California, uh, whether to be against UCLA or USC. It is going to be a real drain on a lot of these budgets. Well, they're going to have 50 more million yeah, exactly. to play with. We hope they, they have 50 more million to play with. And if so, that alleviates a lot of these problems. Um, but for the athletes themselves, I do hope that whoever is doing this scheduling figures out a way to not have, especially during basketball season, you know, go out and play USC on a Tuesday and then come back uh, and play Nebraska on a Thursday. Um, you know, you got to be equitable somehow, and you got to figure out how to treat these new uh, West Coast teams. It shouldn't be that hard with just. I wouldn't two think of so either, but 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 the way you just make a West Coast trip, and yeah, but I mean, they the come way, in for two. Yes, but the way that they do Big Ten basketball scheduling, you know, you can play three games in a week, and that third game, you know, if you go out play USC, then play UCLA, you better hope that Look, maybe they only give you two games. Give that me one percent of that fifty million, and I will. I will do the schedule <laughs> for it them. Yeah, It'll okay. be fine. Just open up Excel, start they, throwing some they stuff got in there. It. Yeah. 
Um, so I really hope I really hope that additional money does come and that does help those smaller programs and, and smaller um, sports because we don't want to lose those uh, because they mean a lot to those athletes. They mean a lot to those coaches and a lot to those fans. So I hope that the additional money can help them find a way to keep that going. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, Casey, any final thoughts on uh, the Trojans and the Bruins now being Big Ten uh, Big Ten programs coming nope. 2024? Can't wait to get through this football season. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, we've got now uh, Big Ten legends Reggie Bush and uh, Matt Leinart. Matt Leinart. So uh, we're he's a Big Ten guy now. So we'll we'll see uh, what other uh, you know you know they are probably the Big Ten Network is absolutely going to do like Ooh. a Big Ten legends thing on Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush. <laughs> that Rose Bowl game. They're ju- with the uh, Texas one. Uh, yeah. 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 That that I think was at least a top two college football game I've ever watched. It was pretty great. Uh, now we get that in Ross Aid. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be like that every game. So uh, the other game, in case anybody's curious, I would say the Fiesta Bowl with Boise State all those years ago uh, where they threw all the trick plays. That was mm. that was an incredible game to watch. Ohio State-Miami was pretty good. That was pretty good, too. Pretty good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there we go. So Casey and I – UConn-Purdue, pretty great. Yes, UConn-Purdue up there. You know – it's people don't talk about it enough. Not I enough. find not enough. Not enough. Um, Do you see how many quarterbacks so, we got to play? I think we played about four. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Casey and I, big fans of this move. Uh, I think lot. You know, it's going to be a little awkward in the beginning. You're going to hear a lot of squabbling, a lot of bitching and moaning from some of the more traditional fans. But it's a great move for the conference. It's going to be a lot of money for Purdue, and really, that's all we're here for is helping Purdue. So forty to fifty million dollars a year additional. I'll take it. Let's go. So there we go. Uh, boiler up, folks. That's it for us. Boiler up. Boiler West. Boiler West. <laughs> it's like, you know, Purdue West. They always had that store or the uh, shopping center at Purdue West. Mm-hmm. They knew all those years ago. There it is. 